Dana. <laughs> <laughs> Probably oh, starts back with snowboarding. <laughs> yeah, let's get into uh, all the way back. Let's just wind it back then. Okay. Um, yeah. For all you, uh, well, welcome to our our new podcast here. We got yep. Bubba in the house, myself, Dana Nicholson, John Freeman, and uh, let's get into story time. And we're going to kick this whole thing off. We'll kick it off with the old days. So, you know, winding back, the whole movie thing started with snowboarding. All boils down to back in the day, once upon a time, we was a guy called Free Dog. Yep. <laughs> creatures of habit. Yeah. I think we, we met each other on uh, one of the Southern California local mountains up here, like uh, Big Bear or Snow Summit something like that and i was out filming with uh, a guy named bert lamar back then and you were in the half pipe and uh i was just coming off of uh filming with kelly slater and that project was called kelly slater in black and white yep and you had heard about it and i think you pulled me aside and you said hey you know why don't you make a movie on what we do, you know, in, yeah. in snowboarding? Well, if you remember and, uh, back then, the first snowboard movies just come out. And uh, I was living yeah. in Tahoe as a professional snowboarder. I came yeah. down into California and no one in California was, you know, in Southern California was doing that. So when I met yeah. you and uh, yeah. Creatures of Habit became the first snowboard adventure into one, you and I's movie career together, me as an athlete, you as a, a filmmaker. Yeah. And I, I believe the, the the snowboard movies are the first time we actually put Bub on film yeah. was in one of the snowboard movies, Creatures of Habit, on a snow chopper that I made him, right? Yeah. yeah. Blew my head off. <laughs> hey, but I'm going to make it. Yeah, we shot a rocket into your head, Bub. Shot a I'm rocket gonna, into my head. I've been <laughs> making stuff for you, Bub, for a long time, haven't I? Sending it. Yeah, hey, I'm going to grab that coffee real quick. Fill it in, Bob, for a sec. Be right back. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, back then, I, these guys were snowboarders, pro snowboarders. They made snowboard movies, surfing movies, whatever it is. I worked in the dirt bike industry. That's what got, what got me out to California and moved uh, into this place. And a guy named Brian Manley was helping me out. And uh, I'd go to the races with him. And, and uh, he lived in the same complex as Dana, like a Melrose Place complex. And, you know, he was one of the apartments in it. So we got, we felt, I mean, this Huntington is, Beach. Huntington Beach, California, which at that time, which is mid-90s, I guess it was 93, 94, yeah. uh, when we all met, you know, roughly uh, 92, 93, 94, when we all met. But um, Huntington Beach, man, a guy from Virginia, come back there, that was the best in the world. Best place in the world to be was Huntington Beach. I was like, "You kidding me? This is we gotta live here." You know what I mean? But um, yeah. that's why I met all you guys and met all the action sports stars in those uh, industries, your industries. And I worked in the dirt bike industry or motorcycle industry, which was so conservative hey, and Chinese run and stuff like that. So, hey, Bob, let me plug in here real quick. Uh, just just to chime in, I was thinking about. Uh, I was thinking about this whole podcast. I was thinking about, you know, what we're going to talk about and thinking about this whole um, kind of where motorcycles, motocross is today, freestyle motocross. Right. Um, 
where we came from, snowboarding, basically, where um, and surfing, skate, snow, surf industry. Yeah. Okay. So, at pretty much. Time, action sports. Right. So I kind of recapped a little bit in my snowboard industry career, my snowboard career, and I was thinking, like, man, when we started doing these films. Yeah, you know, we were pretty good at instigating a lot of stuff and having fun and kind of, you know, one up, you do it, I do it type of thing. And going into the, the first, uh, the Krusty Demon movies with John and I, I think it was already too late. It was already in our blood of, you know, that's kind of the way we rolled. Well, you do it, I do I it. I what, what you're saying right now. We'd go to the beach, Huntington Beach, John would be visiting, and you'd make us, you would make us, Dee, go to the swap meet and buy a $20 bicycle, three-speed, from the swap meet, and then we would pack it around Huntington Beach, like 20, 30 of us, and then you'd run the stairs to the beach on the three-speed. And you'd make us do it. And you, whoever did it stepped up for the day, just for the day. And it was like... Uh, Dude, the Sunday beach or Saturday when it's out in Huntington. <laughs> chicks, everyone, everyone was watching us, but that was just us rolling around the beach on, on three speeds. Yeah, you know. We weren't even filming yet. I mean, that that's kind of my point. Uh, but what? There was film. Wait, wait, hang yeah, on. Video, yeah, video cameras. A lot of white so down Most the of them got done without uh, film, though. Yeah. Well, no. In the, in the early days of Huntington, when we were yeah. professional snowboarders, that's kind of how we rolled. And then when we bring, you know, we bring the snowboard movie element into it, but I must say to that story with the three speeds, Brian Manley, Brian was Manley. One, the one guy that was the major link between us and snowboarding and the, yep. and the yep. major stars in the industry of motocross, all hats off to Brian and he'll be coming up on one of our coming up, up shortcoming uh, podcasts. Yep. Brian's ass did a double long staircase, which was the movie stair escalator. And escalator. they were no, they were the metal sharp edges, and he ripped it on the three the escalator coming down from the second story Bro. of the movie theater. Yeah, no, he pedaled into that thing like I, I've never seen anybody pedal into it that hard. He hit it with some speed, dog. Brian Manley stepped it up, and uh, yeah, he actually moved into Huntington. We turned his uh, dirt bike into a chopper. Well, that's that's what started it all. He left his dirt bike in my garage, full factory dirt bike, and we turned it into a chopper. But what, uh, and unbeknownst to him, he probably opened the garage and found what you built for him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. It's in the movie. Um, yeah, okay, so one. going back to that whole train of thought, I'm kind of like, man, is it? I know we instigated a lot of stuff and we broke a lot of shit, but we definitely paid for what we broke. And we made a lot of people stars. And we a lot of times we stepped up and did, you know, like, we didn't, like, I didn't instigate too much shit. We did did it with them, right? I don't want to take that. Yeah, want, you, you guys stepped up. I mean, that's I know the way I, it was. I, but if, if you got called out, you either bitched out or you did it, right? I guess what I'm saying is I stuck a stick in a lot of spokes, but I stuck it in my own spokes also, right? Yeah, you did it with the steps. You did it with the, you always, you always planned your crash. I'm not like saying I'm apologizing, but <laughs> like McCune did it with flip flops on. Yeah, yeah, well, like, yeah I, I planned my crash like free dog. I knew I was going to crash anyway, so I looked forward. <laughs> yeah. To it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the uh, 
back in the creatures days when free dog was uh, going around filming us on snowboards and that's where the kind of the skits came in is uh you know we would do these funny skits i'd build little vehicles for and we johnny would come up with these crazy ass ideas and yeah. uh, <laughs> the trike snowboard with with jet engine on them is what yeah. i would imagine with the well, what it what it was what it was bubba was you know uh i enjoyed uh doing this with dana was a pro snowboarder i wanted some comedy and i wanted skits i didn't want to just have you know big jumps adventure that was all part of it you yeah. know we we ended up going all over the world with with snowboards yep. but i wanted like comedy like when i did kelly slater in black and white we came up with comedy for this young kid that turned 18 and turned pro. And yeah. it was funny. And it was yeah. the real guy that came out. And so we, you know, adapted a bit of that into Creatures of Habit. And we had funny guys like Sean Palmer, yeah. you know, Andy Hetzel, yeah. uh, the Bassage guys. We had Brett Johnson, yeah. Dana. And I was like, man, these are perfect guys dana introduced me uh at that time to kemper snowboards so we had a, a little bit of a budget i think maybe ten thousand dollars to me that was like a million dollars <laughs> i could take ten thousand dollars and you know take people all over the place we could make skits we could you know go to because we'd get free tickets because i would uh go to the marketing people if you remember dana yeah. And I remember you guys were standing outside like, hurry up, free dog, you know, <laughs> you know before anybody gets up on how, <clears throat> you know, like snowbird, mammoth. And so we were pretty lucky to get all that. Uh, and then we figured out, you know, people in these places that we could do skits like backcountry mammoth. And I thought of a double O Zabo. So we had Don Zabo, which I made into like a, a spoof of James Bond. And that's Z where Dana came up yeah. with the vehicles, him and Damien, you know, coming yeah. up with crazy <laughs> stuff. It's kind of like, like your Bubba skits here. In yeah. Bubba. It's kind of like a Bubba that, skits. It, it eventuated Bubba. into a pro yeah, snowboarder. Bubba skits. Yeah. He was a legend. Yeah. He was a legend too. Remember Free Dog uh, when yeah. Seth. Bubba kind of introduced us to Seth, the kid from Pennsylvania. And uh, yep. his whole deal was he saw the snowboard movies. He he yep. knew us from the snowboard movies. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's yep. where he had the idea to come out and meet up with us. But, uh, yep. I mean, get, getting back to the nitty-gritty of Krusty Demons 1, you know, after what I think it was six years of – Six six titles of movies with creatures of habit. Right. I came to John with the idea of doing the on any Sunday type of. You I know, think it was it was a, a combination of you and Brian Manley. No, Brian Manley is the one I yeah. came to Brian Manley before you even knew him. It had nothing to do with Brian. The whole idea. Well, I remember you guys. You came to John and said that John. Yeah, go ahead. The whole idea of. Making a dirt bike movie, yeah, like our movie, was coming in that, in that style. Yeah, was coming to you, 
and Brian Manley was our introduction to be able to ride with yes. other riders. You're I didn't, right. I didn't yeah. introduce you to, to a lot of these people until I was already handing over footage. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, when you, we invested in the first camera for me and we started filming, you know, Hey, let's, uh, we started yeah. actually putting the footage that I would film with Brian and McGrath and them in your, in the creatures of habit, creatures of habit. And people are really starting to go, wow. But that's kind of when Brian first, yeah, you know, you know, one guy that said, in. Uh, wow, was Sean Palmer came yeah. to me and he said, dude, we need to do more of that in the movie. <laughs> Put more of those guys, McGrath, you know, Manly, uh, Albrecht back then, em- Emic. He's like, yeah, man. Well, see, coming, yeah. coming from my roots as a professional snowboarder, I've been going to the sand dunes since, you know, I was in eighth grade. And uh, when I was in junior high, you know, sixth grade, junior high, we had the dirt field behind our house. So we had the mini bikes and we had the little XR75s. And then we started going to, uh, you know, as we got older, we started doing the dirt bike tracks. But Dumont Dunes was the place that really, you know, struck me when I was growing up younger. And we started riding kind of the ATCs and the dirt bikes and free riding. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where it really tipped off kind of full circle when to you how our snowboard career our film career it was the same kind of majesty riding beautiful places and that type of adventure and and i think at that time mm-hmm. you know there was nothing there but on any sunday back in the day was uh, I guess mm-hmm. an outline i would say I don't even know if they went to Dumont, the Pismo, maybe. Yeah, yeah I think not necessarily. They, on any Sunday, was kind of a um, more of a. Well, that that's what got me into dirt bikes. But, but that it was, was motocross was racing and then free riding in, day, in certain areas. And then yeah. you know, coming out, you you had to work. You had to move to California to work in the industry, and it was all motocross, dirt bike racing. You know, woods, desert, whatever it was. There was no free riding yet. There was no freestyle motocross yet. I worked at the Yamaha shop up the street and a couple other companies as well. But I come home to Huntington Beach, you know what I mean? And that's where you guys were. And then John would come down and stuff like that. But the weekend trips with you guys um, to Dumont Dunes, Akatia Wells, and some of those places. I'm from the East Coast. I've never seen mountains of sand or open desert like that. And then you, and then you'd have McGrath with you or Emig with you, um, and then whoever all the names came out because they that's what they do on the weekends off season would go out and ride the desert and have fun, you know, and hit and shovel up hits and this that and the other. I never seen it before, so I was blown away when I did. Well, that's what kind of got us in back in the day, Bub. Was you know we yeah. would go out with Brian in uh, Manley's ass. He. Manley was a good free rider, man, and, yeah, a good racer, he, and a good racer as well. Yeah, and he was a bastard. He used to send me off every trail and <laughs> every town trail in, in sight. He'd tell everybody else go around, and Dana's <laughs> gonna follow me. In that's because you, you ran your mouth, D. He made you do the hard shit. Right, <laughs> being a pro snowboarder, you know, make you go off the big hits and snowboard. Now, man, let me tell you this, dog. I stuck his ass on top of Mammoth 
and just sent it off a 40 foot cliff and left him yeah. up there like a count on just I left him down. up there like a cat on, on a raft dog just no way down <laughs> but uh, I think that's funny but that's the way it was you guys everyone well not so much me but one up in each other to do this and Damian Sanders all those guys would come out riding as well you guys had a crew Zabo like us like we said and and then the motocross crew, which were racers back then, they were motocross racers. They well, that's what they did for you, a living. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Yeah. If you really, if you really want to get to the, the thing that struck the chord in me that that really the the moment in time where I said, you know what, these fucking guys need a movie <laughs> like we you do. Fucking guys. No, this is the moment in time is because I became friends with Manly and I enjoyed fucking you know sending him off a cliff. And, and, you know, we go ride with them and we trade gear and they give us their gay fucking neon shit. Okay, so we went to go see Brian Manley race at uh, Supercross in uh, yeah. in L.A. Coliseum, right? Yeah. And Brian kicked ass. He was an amazing rider. But I remember he got like, I don't know, seventh place or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing was if you didn't get. Which is good. Well, no, the whole thing was if you didn't get in that sport, if you didn't get number one, two, or three, nobody knew who the fuck you were at all. And that was the point I went to, you know, you guys need to, we go ride with these guys on the weekend, they're amazing, nobody sees it. And that's when I went to, you know, thought with John, I'm like, look, we need to do the same movie as a snowboard movie, because nobody knows who these guys are unless you're on that podium, you know, and, and that's kind of fucked up. And at that time... Remember, John, the industry, they all had collar shirts in the pits. You couldn't have a tattoo. If you had, I remember Jimmy Button, or one of these guys, we were hanging out with Buttons and McGrath and them. And if you, you got, can't have piercings, you can't yeah, color your hair. You're not freaking yeah. fine because they got a piercing. They got fine because they got a tattoo. Yeah, and and you had to have a collar shirt. It was horrifying. That's why when our first movie came out, uh, the industry was horrified. Like yeah. they loved it, but they're biting their tongue. They couldn't say nothing. That was the Mitch Payton from Pro Circuit was at our premiere. Uh, the Fox guys were chimed in, and for a few days, yeah. kind of like um, it was kind of like and, and 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 of these guys like McGrath, Emick, you couldn't get behind the ropes, you know, with these guys. But Manly pushed us in. Not only pushed us in behind the ropes with those guys, but we're like poking funny, stupid things in front of them. That's, you know, like a microphone well, made out of a stick, you know, and, and there's ESPN trying to film these guys and we're over there just poking a stick and they're just like, God, what are you doing? And well, then they started loving us and inviting us to their homes. One concept. So the camera got to go behind uh, these racers' uh, lives, you know, like the fifties with Emmett. Yep. That, well, look, you, Bob, know, you started that one. The concept, yeah. the concept that we've always done with our movies, Johnny, was inside out. We always went from the inside of the industry out. We come as professional athletes, and we became friends with surfers, skaters, snowboarders from around the world before Krusty Demons as professional athletes, and as and myself as a filmmaker. As a filmmaker, so. That's filming my sports that I love to do. And that's that's how, you know, going into, uh, you know, ride a motorcycle or go to a guy surfing or whatever that's another athlete. There's a common respect. 
And when we come <laughs> into the industry like that, the, uh-huh. the people in the industry really couldn't do much about, you know, uh, well, they we felt, the it took a couple years for, for Krusty one to, to, to sell copies, to get into the system or about a month. Yeah. Or, yeah so. uh, we, we sent a copy That's to a couple saying. of, uh, it, to the motocross motorcycle shops. industry. Cause and they didn't know what for they, sale. They were like, what is it? They had no idea. <laughs> so I sent them out to my snowboard, uh, distributors that is surf skate. Yeah. They were stuff. cool. Yeah. And that went out, and then kids heard about it, and they were like, you know, what's this crusty demons of dirt? How do we get it at our local motocross shop? Yeah. So people started calling because they were in, you know, snowboard shops, surf shops, skate shops. Yeah. And that's how Crusty uh, One got distributed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The motocross shops, they didn't want it. They were like, what is it? You know, is it the a movie is it a well, eventually motorcycle or? shops would would start a video section and that yeah. would bring people into their store, you know? Yeah. And then I know when Krusty, I worked at a motorcycle shop, I think it was Krusty two and three, uh, you know, when it starts getting more and more pre-orders, remember that when people, they started pre-ordering it and we pre-ordered a lot. And then all of a sudden all these shops, you'd have all these pre-orders, you know, yeah. before they even duplicated. And that, that was a good start of it. But that's the way it was back then too. And that's how you filled your. your we didn't know how to duplicate that many movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. You had to learn we, all that stuff. Hey, you got to remember back then it was VHS, so they needed yeah. to know how long the tape was, which right. we didn't know how long the tape was till we were finished. So they couldn't yeah. reorder the tape. So it was yeah. always a little bit of a dilemma. Yeah. But you know the, uh, you know, uh, the funny thing is we kind of lost. Back in that day, day, we had Rod Dog. Remember, and I was. Oh, yeah. with a guy that was actually a, a duplicator and uh, he let me have a, a little piece of his office that I was editing um, <clears throat> Creatures of Habit. Then it moved on to Krusty and he didn't know how to fulfill that many tapes. It was like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know what to do. Like Dana said, he had to run his tapes, you know, at real time. I remember working at a motorcycle a shop and have a list, level. a list, literally a month, six weeks before the date yeah. it was supposed to be released. And, and, and the people on that list got their movie first. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they got duplicated by the case and, and they got distributed yeah. to the stores. And, and that was a big deal because uh, that's I mean, we'd have two or three boxes sold, you know, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred a box. You know what I mean? Before I remember uh, our guy Rodney, we called him Rod Dog. Yeah. And uh, his biggest <laughs> thing that he had then was Times a uh, Thousand. <laughs> no, religion. Yeah. Was his biggest thing because he promised the religious people that, you know, you're going to make Jesus the Christ and, and this and that. And then I came in with extreme sport. But the one thing that the religion people said you can't make pornographic uh, copies. Because what if one gets slipped into the box wrong? So that's why he was getting good orders. And then he hit me and he's like, I don't even know how to keep up yeah. with these kind of orders. You know? Right. So, hey, you know the, uh, let's change the subject back to the uh, snowboard industry. The funny thing you were saying, how in the beginning the, the motorcycle industry didn't really know how to react. Um, 
the um, freestyle motocross competition, which we kind of pretty much invented, modeled after a, a snowboard competition. Free, freestyle motocross as a contest or as a spectacle is what you're saying. The first no, well, my yeah. point is freestyle motocross. In uh, a stadium. Well, Lofty, Lofty and I pretty much invented the whole concept of that. And, uh, that must have been like Krusty 4. Well, the we concept Strana, is the first concept. was only Krusty 3, so it was Krusty 4 that we were doing that. Right, but listen, the first competition we held, I held with Lofty and Jimbo in Las Vegas because yeah. it was a snowboard trade show. NSA right. and, and the snowboard industry understood that. The motorcycle industry didn't understand it. So the freestyle motocross industry that we thought of a competition to do, like a big giant bowl. And yeah, John Pastrana won that. That yeah, was. came up with that, I think. Manly came up with that idea. Or someone, you or someone. Yeah, yeah. You're an idiot, bud. Here goes Dana and Lawson. You're an idiot. Yeah. I came up with it with Lofty in my own fucking garage that I'm sitting in. There you go. Something Bub, like that. Are you busy right I remember, now? Yeah, I remember because I remember, I remember walking at, uh, in and, and there'd be you guys put it on, on a cardboard box and you put clay jumps and built yeah. it. I remember seeing it at Sess House. That's what I remember. Yeah, we made, a, we made a clay I, model. I with you and Lofty yeah, and you guys got a clay model. Yeah, it was and cool. We were it was sitting cool. having breakfast. Yeah, and I brought I brought sponsors in, in. I brought Fox in, Flesh Gear, ourselves, Krusty Demons. But anyways, the first competition, we we picked a different venue, which we pulled the plug. And our first venue was at a snowboard trade show in Las Vegas because the snowboard industry understood it and it worked. It stuck. But uh, yeah, that was it. Was in the parking lot at. Uh, the Las Vegas Speedway where they have NASCAR. It wasn't necessarily the parking lot. They they have two areas where they have yeah. a dirt but we track. But did, we did go to NASCAR. So NASCAR had a bunch of people there too. But then we had we were drawing from the snowboard industry because the whole trade show was going on then. And we were wondering, is anybody going to show up to this thing? And we could see lights as far as you could see of cars. Coming from Las Vegas. Well, that's what I'm I saying. I just remember it was huge. That's my whole point of the conversation, Job. Was that that's why that's yeah. why the date was chosen. That's why I chose the date was because of the snowboard industry. That's the whole point. Yeah, the whole concept of it and it worked because of the snowboard industry. Just like Krusty won the movie was because of the snowboard industry is what brought it to life. Yeah, that's basically the point. But uh, yeah, the crusty uh, one getting that off the ground. Maybe next week uh, we'll have to bring in Manly for a plug or something for a plug. I mean, about uh, he's pretty excited about this. So Brian's got you know uh, quite a history with us. You know, uh, from crusty one till now, even back in snowboarding, we used to take him up to Mammoth and all kinds of places. So. Yeah, well, the uh, crusty one, I would say, between Brian Minley and Joel Albrecht being our major uh, outlet to some of the top riding in Southern California in the early days, yeah, and a couple of the best free the couple of the best train riders of all time 
up in, in Southern California. And oh, then this, you know, cause we used to take like McGrath and Emick and all them into the Hills. And a lot of- you know, the, you know, the cover shot on Krusty one was the first day that Emick ever rode in the sand dunes. He never rode sand dunes before we took him out there. Yeah. He didn't even know what it was. He just followed Brian Manley. Like, yeah, Brian's like, okay, hit it in third. You well, know? Brian, Brian, Brian grew up riding with his dad, following his dad all over the hills, and that's why Brian has yeah. so many skills. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like you're saying, most of these places, you know, even with the top guys, like Emmett, yeah. Brian would be the leader of the fucking. He'd lead the train. Yeah, and then we'd come across like a McGrath, and that was like, holy crap, that guy is a freak. Yeah. Yeah. He's going up cliffs, <clears throat> falling off cliffs. All those guys, flying, sand hands, you know, fourth, fifth Buddy year. Buddy Antonez. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Phil Lawrence. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Phil. Remember oh, yeah, Ryan? Ryan Hughes. Yeah. Rhino was a good one. Yeah. 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 Rhino. These are guys that, that did the free riding. And then, uh, you, know, you know what it was? It was racer guys that like to do shit like we did that just have fun and wreck shit and blow shit up. You know what I mean? And then, so I think. And then we had reckless guys that were like Metzger. That Metzger. Would, you know, try to do like tricks on, oh, yeah. on a motorcycle. We're like, what's the guy doing? Like some Superman thing? And he'd land, hit his nutsack. You know, he's like, oh, dude, did you get the shot? <laughs> like, yeah, we got the shot. Well, the, Met, the Metzger. broke my wrist and my balls. Remember you know? the Metzger Deegan show in the beginning? They just wanted to, uh, they were just, they were actually they racers. Were they were the rebel racers, racers that wanted to do their own thing. So they already kind of had a little bit of a, yeah. a a wire wheel going with some of the, the racers we were working with, which was kind of funny. It was, uh, they were they, a little younger than, like, Emick and McGrath. Yeah. They were yeah, the little young punks coming in, and we saw their character. Yeah, uh, and, and I was like, "That's perfect." Well, and remember, remember this other guy. We like want characters Seth in, that Seth are gnarly in on Krusty yeah. One in a big way. Well, that's where you came in, bub. You, <laughs> you, Seth, and the whole you guys I, came I in. Seth, yeah, from a, another racer guy that came out to California from back east. Just hooked up, Seth just hooked up with them. They went bumper to bumper all the way across country to come ride California and stuff. And I met Seth when I worked at Racetech or something like that. And uh, Seth in the back hit his dirt bike and and then he had a snowboard. And I was like, that's when I started talking about, hey, I know the snowboarder. And I talked about you and Creatures of Habit and all that stuff. And he knew about it. He was like, fuck, okay, that's sweet. You got you to gotta introduce me to those guys. And then we then we and I was Shooting the shit, drinking the beers, smoking a bowl. And then Seth, he's from Pennsylvania or upstate New York, something like that. And he breaks out a deer antler, a deer antler, and smokes a bowl out of a deer antler. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, oh, you are from Pennsylvania, son. And <laughs> But that was funny. But that was a long time ago. But um, that was, oh, that was 25 plus years ago, guys. Yeah, all right. Well, what do you guys think? You guys want to wrap this first show up as our first tester kickoff? And, uh, and, then, and then just to finish on Seth, he you yeah. know he earned it from there. You know, I mean, Seth will come in through this conversation every time we we get on. But yeah, we well, well, there. So God bless. It's a, good, it's a good topic next week to kick the show off with, Bub. We'll That's true. That's true. Start off with the Seth saga. 
Yeah, we got to get. I did. I did give him a job doing drywall with me, and then uh, spent his last hundred bucks on a screw gun. Then I split to Japan for a couple weeks to go snowboarding. That well, at least you gave him a job, and and he got to stay. And uh, but I mean, there's so much shit that came along. You know what I mean? Boom, 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 and you know, and then he got a place on 17th Street. You know, and it's and then the the rest is history, guys. But we'll tell you about that. Here in the next, you know, everything that we talk about on these shows, these podcasts from here on out, oh, just bringing in a lot of memories like we just went through times a hundred times. Yeah, so I, I think the plan, guys, times a is, million uh, for all you guys, you know, the fans out there. Um, and you write we're in, gonna, we're going to be doing this every Tuesday, three o'clock uh, in the afternoon, uh, California time. And it's going to be me and Dana and Bob, and we're going to have uh, guests coming in, and we're going to take uh, questions from you guys. Um, but I think this is a good introduction for uh, the three of us, and we talked a little bit about you know the the origin of how Krusty got going, how uh, snowboarding uh, with me and Dana uh, got going, and uh, I spent seven years uh, with Dana on on those films. Before you know, Krusty came along. Uh, so, Krusty, gosh, that was in 90, 1994, guys. <laughs> the stories we can tell. Uh, That's what this you guys about. Come up with questions because you know this is a, a good time to to get us. We're excited about this podcast, Dana. Yeah, yep. we're going to uh, be coming at you and. We're actually working on a new project, Legends of Film, will be a, a film we're coming out with a documentary. So while we're doing this uh, podcast, we're going to be doing interviews with different filmmakers also and different athletes that we've worked with over the years. And we're going to be taking away on this Legends of Film project, and we'll tell you guys more about that as it goes along. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Tune in, same time, same bat channel, 3 o'clock at the Bike Racks. Three o'clock at the bike racks. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, leave the deer antler at home. Woo! Yep. All right. Peace out, doggy. All right. I don't know how to chime out, but I'm going to chime. Tip. <laughs>